Hey, 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 you are listening to A Preacher's Kid Perspective, and I am your host, Lady Lakeisha. This is a bi-weekly podcast where I share my interesting and fun stories from the fascinating world of being a preacher's kid. I'll share my passions for the importance of community and counseling in hopes to change the trajectory of how you view both counseling as well as preacher's kids. And this will be done through storytelling, interviews, and highlights of good music and literature just for you. So come on in and take a listen to A Preacher's Kid's Perspective. Wow, what can I say? (laughs) 9-11. This was a day that we will never forget. (laughs) Nearly 20 years ago, on September 11th, 2001, at 7.46 a.m., who knew that a plane would crash into the Twin Towers and cause such a horrendous tragedy to take place in the lives of <laughs> the American people forever? So where were you <laughs> on September 11th? Where were you? Well, me, I pretty much remember it like it was yesterday. It was 7.45 in the morning. I was just parking, about to walk to class. I was in college. I was excited. I had an 8 o'clock a.m. course, and I was early, in my opinion. When you can find a parking space at a huge college, and you can make it to your 8 o'clock class early, like 7.45, that's great. (laughs) But little did I know that when I walked through the doors of the school that it was going to be a somber moment, uh, a moment of silence, if you will, a just just tragedy happening right before my eyes. So I walked into school and I was excited. I was waving at some people who didn't really seem like their normal, I guess, happy selves. And I was wondering to myself, what is wrong? Why Why does it feel the way it felt today? It was just deep and dark and just pain. The heaviness and the weight that I felt when I walked into my school building on September the 11th in 2001 was one that I can't even express or explain. I was walking around the corner. I remember looking at the screens in our hallway, there was there were flat screens and they would tell you what was going on for that day, but not today. <laughs> today, there was a movie playing. And I said to myself, now, why would they have a movie playing on our screens today? I said, this doesn't make any sense. I was thoroughly confused, thoroughly. And uh, over and over and over every screen that I passed, all I would see was that plane crashing into the Twin Towers. And I said, wait a minute. This is something I've never seen before. I was like, if they're going to play a movie, you would think that they would play something we've all seen or something that would relate to the theme of the day or the school year or the moment. 
<laughs> little did I know that very thing they were playing was very relatable to the moment. As I walked further along down the hallway, I saw people's faces. They were not smiling. They were very sad. And they were just beginning to slow down in their walk to class. I'm still clueless, by the way, as I continue to walk down the hall. I finally make it to my classroom only to discover no one was there but the professor. And, and I was like, what's going on? And the response was, have you not seen the news? No, I haven't, I said. Well, take a look at the screens because it's all around. And I said, okay, no class today. I get it. I walked out of the classroom and I went back down the hallway to watch the screens only to discover that this was a real live event, that people's lives were at stake. Someone's mother, father, child, loved one was actually there that day living out the most horrendous event that they would ever live out again I personally lost a couple of friends who actually lived in New York at the time um, little did I know that I would never see them again after that day some of you may have lost loved ones during that moment some of you received phone calls from your loved one saying to you, this probably will be the last time that you'll hear my voice. I love you. And what a devastating moment that must have been for you. And you probably asked yourself why. Why on that day did those people decide to... Basically, commit suicide by getting on the plane, hijacking it, and directing it, it directly into those buildings. And the truth is, the world may never know why they chose to do it. But what we can do is we can prevent someone else from doing it again. Well, September is Suicide Prevention Month, and that's why I'm talking about this today. <laughs> Actually, suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the United States of America. Believe it or not, it's the second leading cause of death for our young people today. And if you want to like break it down even more, um, it's the second leading cause of death for 15 to 24 year olds. And then the third leading cause of death for, get this, 10 to 14 year olds. And I'm going to be honest, in my mind and in my brain, I could not fathom how a 10 year old would have a, like the desire or the ability to take their own life. The saddest thing that I found out about suicide was that for every 100 to 200 suicide attempts, like there's one completion. So that means these people are persons who have actually completed taking their life, probably tried a hundred times or more before they were even successful. Do you know how sad that is? 
That means every time we walked past that person that actually committed suicide in our lives, every chance that we walked past them, that was another opportunity to just ask the question, how are you? Hey, hey, are you thinking about committing suicide? How are you feeling today? Are you good? Is everything okay? It is mind boggling. Well, you know, we we literally lose someone to suicide. I believe it was every 12 minutes. And, uh, you know, realistically, it's kind of like that's 800,000 people who die in the world each year because of suicide. Me personally, I have two people in my life who have successfully committed suicide or completed suicide, if you will. So what I'm talking about is very real and very factual. Very factual, very, it is personal. It is home for me. This hits home. And that's the whole reason why I do what I do. (laughs) Mental health is so important because I believe it's about 90% of the people who do die from suicide. um, They have all suffered from or struggled with some form of mental illness. This is why I always emphasize at the end of every show, some form of self-care, because if you can just listen to one thing that I say and it encourages you to just go out and enjoy yourself and make it a great day, then maybe that'll take away from the 101 chance that you try to take your life. Right. So this month, I just really want you guys to just be really aware of what it looks like when someone is thinking about suicide. Because to be honest, you never really know when that person is going to do it or, or where they are going to do it at. You know, they may tell you, yeah, they're thinking about it, but they're not going to do it right there in front of you. I would hope and pray not. But if someone does tell you that they are going to commit suicide, I need you to believe them. I don't want you to take lightly to what they're saying. I need you to get on the phone and call someone right away. Do not leave that person by themselves. Do not leave them alone. This is important. This is important. Like the very thing that you do or don't do could either save a life or not. So just ask the question. And let me say this. You asking the question is not going to make them think about suicide if they weren't already thinking about it. Okay. So don't think, well, I don't want to say nothing because I don't want them to start thinking about it. No, if they are thinking about it, they've already been thinking about it. If they are not thinking about it, they're not thinking about it. But you asking the question could prevent them from actually going through or following through with whatever their plan is. And um, for just just for my students for a second, I just want you guys to start paying attention to your friends more. If they are starting to want to be isolated or not want to be bothered or they don't ever want to eat, they're like, no, I'm okay. I don't want to eat nothing. You know, if they're starting to feel sad and things of that nature, if they're always talking about death and they're just fascinated by it and they want to go, you know, they say stuff like, I want to go and be with so-and-so who died and, you know, things of that. And like, you know, just like pay attention to that stuff, even uh, for grownups, adults. If you see changes in your friend's behavior, uh, like depression, anxiety, 
changing in their sleep or eating habits, if they have destructive behavior towards themselves or others. This is with anyone. If they have a history of suicide or, um, you know, or they've attempted it before, you know, don't take that lightly. I need you to really focus on just asking the question and just getting in there. But again, this is why I do what I do. Okay, because I want to prevent you from adding to the number in that statistic. I want you to say something when you see something. Don't be quiet about this. This is something very serious. So if you don't get anything from today, all I want you to do is say something. Don't be secretive and don't be quiet about it. Okay, the very thing that you do can save someone's life. So again, September is National Suicide Prevention Month. And what do we want to do? We want to prevent people from committing suicide as much as possible. September the 10th was uh, World Suicide Prevention Day, you know, and uh, I think more and more people are becoming aware of this issue uh, called suicide. So what I want you to do is don't ever take for granted anything that someone says to you concerning it and do not be afraid or fearful to ask those questions. Hey, are you okay? Are you thinking about harming yourself? Have you tried it? Uh, If they say yes, ask them, how are they going to do it? Because knowing is half the battle. So listen, um, I love you guys. And I just wanted to to just 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 make you aware Because I want to change the trajectory of how you view, uh, you know, suicide prevention and how you also view getting yourself some some care or even just getting yourself some counsel. If you are someone, you know, is dealing with suicide or, or having suicidal ideations, please don't hesitate to reach out to someone. Okay, someone who is responsible. You can reach out to me. You can email me or whatever you need to do. Hit me up on any of my social media platforms. I just don't want you to go through this alone because I want you to know you are not alone. You know, you got this. We got this. And together we can. All right. So, hey, make it a great day. Do something you love. Please do something you love. And don't forget, just ask. Just ask. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the show, please send an email to preacherskid777 at gmail.com. Again, that's preacherskid777 at gmail.com. To see what we are doing in the community, check us out on Instagram at preacherskidperspective7. Again, that's on Instagram at Preacher's Kid Perspective 7. If you just want to talk to me personally and check me out and see what I'm doing, then you can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at LadyKey7. Again, that's Instagram and Twitter at LadyKey7. So go out, make it a great day, do something you love for yourself, and remember Romans 8 and 28. Things will work out for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. I'm your host, Lady Lakeisha, and you've been listening to A Preacher's Kid Perspective.